Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today uh, we've got Jonesy because we ate Jamie. Delicious. <laughs> we, we did. It Just, took us a week, but yeah, we managed it. Yeah. Actually, after the recording of the last podcast, we went over to his place, uh, murdered him. And then just started, you know, just chewing away. And I think mm. there's a, maybe like a foot left in the in the fridge. Would you, would you say? We, we, we weren't <laughs> no, through I most ate of that. it. You ate it. I ate Fucking that. hell! I had my name on it, Jonesy. Sorry, mate. It's a Christian. You no, know I reckon <laughs> Jamie would be pretty good on a barbecue. I think so. Mm. Yeah, yeah, tasty. Mm. Put a little <laughs> apple in his mouth. Anyway, we're a gaming podcast, not a cannibalism podcast. So, although if we were then I would like to get Army Hammer on as a guest. Um, you know, see what that's all about. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're what? available. Yeah, you know, we're available on YouTube and all major podcasting platforms of your choice. I'm talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Jonesy. Uh, I think we are available as an audible uh, Amazon podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every week there's a new thing and I need to go like find out what it even means. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of, uh, on our dashboard, I'm like, oh, do you want to add it to this podcast? It's like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Like, the, I think there's some like Scandinavian you know, podcast system. And I was like, yeah, cool. We're on there as well. <laughs> now you say it, you actually reminded me, because I, I had an advert for my first ever Audible podcast and it was with Darren Brown. And I was like, <laughs> Audible do podcasts? Yeah. So I need to go check us out on there and see if we're, um, yeah, how we're doing. Those mad numbers. There we go. And you know where else we are on Alex Jones? Paisley Radio, which is an internet radio website, paisleyradio.com, Thursdays at 10 p.m., repeats on Mondays. So if you're getting a little bit confused, okay, it releases on YouTube and podcast platforms of your choice first on a Friday, then the following Thursday, it's on Paisley Radio, and the following Monday after that, it's a repeat. So plenty of opportunity over three weeks to listen to the same podcast over and over again. So you should do it, really, because what else are you doing with your life? It's like plus one, but it's like plus one week. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can get it on repeat. Yeah. yeah. In South Africa, they don't have plus one. So I don't know if if they have it in the States. But here, if you have a TV, uh, um, you're watching TV and there's a TV channel, let's call it uh, Sky, then you get Sky <laughs> plus one which is the exact same programming, just shifted by an hour. It's great. It's such a good idea because how many times, it seems like every like every program I used to watch, I'd be watching it and I'd always come in halfway through. That's why if, I'm sure people our age will remember this, but you probably have a, loads of VHS tapes that your parents <laughs> recorded from when you were a kid, when a film went on TV, but you always miss the first 20, 25 minutes because yeah. someone's like, Oh shit! That film's on. We wanted to record the one I always remember from um, my 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 youth um, is Indiana Jones, and I think Which it one? was the uh, oh god, the Temple of Doom, my Temple favorite of one. Dune. Yeah. And we always missed the first twenty five minutes of the film because it was on. My dad was running around to grab a VHS with space on it to put it in. <laughs> then you had to rewind it because you know yeah. someone had always left it at the end, and you miss a chunk of the film. But these days, with plus one. You could, you'd be fine. You just go, I oh, will catch it in half yeah. an hour and it what, starts again. What do you think the modern equivalent of that is? It's like you start to watch a film, but then you need to just quickly scroll through your social media and you're like, oh, fuck, I've missed the, last, the first 10 minutes. Ah, well, I don't want to go press back. <laughs> do you know what, though? Actually, now you've said it, it does happen because I sometimes, like my kids will be watching something on TV. It will finish. Like they'll be watching it on demand or whatever. It will finish. Um, 
and then it'll go back to take to normal TV and there'll be something that I wanted to watch that's already started. <laughs> but then if you hit the record button on your remote, it doesn't record the, from the beginning. Yeah. Often, like it does sometimes, but, and then you miss a big chunk of something that you wanted to see. And I'm like, damn kids, always watching Blaze and the Monster Machines or Paw Patrol. <laughs> Blaze and the Monster Crying Machines. Crying out loud. That that's not great. But anyway, Jonesy, listen, this is not do, a, do you know who the voice of Blaze is in Blaze and the Monster Machines? Oh, fucking Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Of course, the dude, this voice isn't my voice, I'll have you know. I said that now, I'm going to double check that because I, I think <laughs> it might be the other one. Yeah, but Jonesy, I, I have actually, my voice has been dubbed. No one has heard my real voice because this is just Troy Baker. <laughs> pulling, <laughs> right. you know, so, someone went up to him and said, hey, would you like to voice a Greek South African living in London on the internet? And he was like, yeah, well, I'll give it a shot. So there we go. Right. Um, I was right. I was wrong. Sorry. It's Nolan North. Well, it's either one or the other. It's the other it? one. It's, like, it's the other up. one. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be one of those two guys. They're the only people you're allowed to hire. Clearly. Well, Jonesy, look, we've got a fucking jam packed episode today because uh, we're going to be covering a whole bunch of gaming deals because there's not much news going on. But these gaming deals are kind of news because we're talking about Game Pass. We're talking about PlayStation's Play at Home initiative, etc., etc. But before we get into all of that, how about a sneaky little VR topic? I know it's your favorite thing to discuss. So I thought we'd start off with I that. I do love it. <laughs> so PlayStation have revealed their VR controllers for this, uh, at some point, PSVR 2.0, I guess. And they've revealed it in... Again, just a really strange way, they just put out a blog post. They're like, hey, here's the VR controller. This is what it does. It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's strange. Do you think it's supposed to almost be like, um, I can never remember the name of it, but you know, like the guerrilla marketing campaigns where they release something sort of on the on the sly so that people go, oh, I found it. And then they sort of poke, then they tweet about it and they share it. And it's supposed to sort of start the ball rolling in that sense. Or do you think I, they're I just lazy and they don't want to spend the money? I, I think that kind of guerrilla marketing doesn't exist anymore because that's basically what social media is, is people are just constantly on there trawling for news and then they just kind of retweet it and send it on. Well, that's... That's what I mean. These days, you don't need, like, you don't even need to say anything. You literally put a blog post out, and then you let the the universe, the social media universe, yeah. run with it. Well, that and yeah, you don't okay. have to spend you, money on marketing. You're not wrong. That is what what's happened. But it is kind of crazy because it's just kind of, I don't know. On the one hand, it's a great way to do it because it's just like here's the info if you want it or not. There's there's none of that kind of like annoying lead up where it's like there's leaks of that. Oh. PlayStation might have a PSVR conference in two weeks' time. And it's like, oh, no, it's not happening because of the leaks. And, this, you know, it's just like, yep, yeah, there it is. No one knew that this was coming up, but there's the blog post. But it's cool. Look, they, unlike last time when they were discussing the headset, this time they actually included pictures of what the VR controllers look like. And they look like very orb-like controllers that you attach your appendages yeah. into. They look pretty cool. Nothing you haven't necessarily seen before, but... I guess just in a much slicker industrial design. They kind of look like the um Oculus touch controllers, which are a good thing. I'm um, trying to I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but I can't think of one. So I'm, you know, I won't bother. Well, th- th- thanks for thanks for that uh, little aside. Yeah, I feel like I should be able to like <laughs> I feel like they look like something really obvious, but I just can't think of what it is. They look like a for- there's a element of Mobius strip in it, isn't it? Like that infinite kind of loop. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes. I tell you what. For people that can't haven't seen the pictures, if you imagine like a plastic ball, right, that you sort of put your hand inside 
and then there's a controller in the middle of it and then you have a hoop going around your wrist and then one through your hand yeah and it's kind of like that yeah it's about this i guess like it looks they look like quite big they're like this big um but yeah they look cool and um they they do look like you said like the oculus the oculus ones um yeah just with a better which makes industrial me feel, design makes me feel makes me feel good about it because obviously with the oculus ones it could sense where your fingers were and things and hopefully this will do the same thing which would yes be quite apparently cool, so you could point and you could do thumbs up and stuff oh you could easy. point and thumbs up point thumbs up I think this one it will this. probably be a little bit more um, involved. So it does have finger detection for uh, thumb, index, and middle finger on each arm, on each hand. Uh, and finally, they've included analog sticks, Alex Jones, which is really <laughs> yeah. what it fucking needed because those previous ones were a little bit dog shit. Um, and I just need gloves, mate. Get, tell them to get me some gloves. I need haptic feedback gloves. Yeah, but the problem is, Alex hoops. Jones, is when you put on your PSVR and you inevitably like hack it so you can watch some uh, porn in VR and then you've got these gloves on, it's like a whole cleaning issue. Like, what are you going to do? You know, come That's on. That's when you need the groin attachment <laughs> so that you don't even have to get your gloves involved. <laughs> Lovely. Mm. Uh, Imagine but- <laughs> selling that. Imagine selling that in a video game shop and you had to walk in and buy the groin attachment and you know it's, it would go back. Because This is the thing. People have never, <laughs> people of these days don't know uh, the misery of, of men back in, like, I guess, the 80s when they used to have to work walk into um, uh, porn, porn shops, DVD <laughs> shops. Um, and I feel for those guys. They went through a lot and we don't have to deal with that. But this will bring it back. If you have to walk into a game and actually buy you yeah. know, a groin attachment for your PSVR. Even better, though, do you remember back in the day, if you had to buy porn magazines, you go to, like, the local newsstand, but then you didn't want to be so fucking overt that you're buying porn mags. So you buy, like, a mad magazine and maybe a newspaper, <laughs> and you just kind of, like, slot it in the middle, and you're like, there you go. I'm Here's 10 reading things that I'm buying, and one of them's a fucking porno, a hustler or something. It's like, uh, what's the thing when you're like 10 years old or 10, but a bit older and you go to the pub and you go, uh, and the barman's like, what do you want? And you're like, packet of crisps, packet of peanuts, chocolate bar, packet of crisps, anything else? Pint of beer, please. <laughs> like, have you got any ID? Damn. I Damn don't it. Have ID. Foiled again. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to the PSVR controllers. What's interesting is they, so in this blog post, they mentioned DualSense, but they didn't out and out say, hey, it's got DualSense. They're saying, right. They're basically saying that it's got dual sense that makes sense for the form factor. But then they went on to um, say that it's yes. got that it's got uh, tension adaptive triggers and haptics, which, to my mind, is what dual sense is. So I don't know. I don't know why they're kind of trying to make that distinction because surely dual sense is a strong enough kind of. Um, trademark i mean i don't know if it is trademarked probably is but as a brand dual sense is a brand of saying like hey this is like the future of haptics on gaming controllers why not just use it out and out i don't get it i wonder if um the only thing i could think was maybe um there are some sense or some aspects of dual sense that these um, controllers don't incorporate and then they don't want to uh, muddy the water when it comes to dual sense as a brand so for example maybe the controller the dual sense controller has like an accelerometer that these don't because they don't need it because they work in a slightly different way and they don't want to say this is dual sense and that's also dual sense even though they're a little bit different which they, yeah, game, they, companies can get a bit weird with stuff like that then right? why don't they so, just call it dual sense vr yeah I mean, you're right i mean it's it's um it seems to have all the things that were were touted around the dual sense controller um so it's uh, it's got to be just very um <clears throat> Uh, yeah, but some for all intents and purposes, it's dual sense, right? 
Yeah, basically. The adaptive adaptive triggers are one of the, I think, for immersion, I think are one of the best things um, in my mind for VR for this. Uh, there's a, like shooting weapons and stuff in VR, yeah. I think is is one of the slightly ropier things because you're not holding a gun. It's always a bit odd. Yeah, there's a bit of um, a disconnect there, isn't there? Yeah, one-handed weapons work okay if you've got like the the big controller like in your hand. Um, and then I think if you add the adaptive triggers to that, it's okay. But as soon as you go to like two-handed weapons, it starts to get strange yeah. because there ain't no gun there. <laughs> Anyone who's tried to snipe in VR <laughs> with two independent hat is like is ridiculous. You can't because you're, you're like this. Yeah, because there's happen. nothing to. Can you imagine to what, what the if you had to map out where your arms are in the in the 3D space mm-hmm. and then actually manufacture a sniper rifle to fit in that space. It'll be like like a Z shape. It, yeah, it would be a bit weird. <laughs> I, I think they could do it though. Like I I think we should go back to the old school days of consoles when you could buy the big peripherals like that you could slot things in. Like the Wii you were obviously really good at yeah. the Wii wheel and the Wii gun and stuff where you slot the remotes in. Come on, guys, let's do it. Let's bring those back where you slot and mount stuff into like a rifle or oh, something for a game. <laughs> be quite cool. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. I think, I think, yeah, I think the previous VR thing had a, a gun adapter. So I, I'm sure they'll get another one. But anyway, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next blog post reveal in about three months time where they just basically show us a picture of the power supply. I, like, like, like they just kind of like. Was it Jeff it Keighley out. that did that? Jeff Keighley had that, didn't he? Yeah, With, he did. Um, what was it? Was it PlayStation Five? He did like the power cable, and he <laughs> did a reveal, and he got like four hundred thousand likes and retweets. Yeah, like power cable unboxings. Like, yeah, fuck off, Jeff Keighley, <laughs> the man who can do no wrong. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, anyway, let's let's move on to some of the fun non-gaming, well, kind of gaming-related things, I guess. Uh, comment of the week, Alex Jones. Ah. Are you interested? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Let's hear All it. Right. Well, this week it comes from Alan Skelton, and he just says, quite quite nice and succinct, great work, guys. Thanks. <laughs> so, you know. I, I like I, it. I, I like it too. Like, you know what? He wanted to leave a comment. He didn't have much to say, and he knows that comments help us out in kind of the algorithmic tiers and you know you know what Alan's great work to you and thank you because that's all that's all we need we we obviously like the fucking theses that theses <laughs> thesi that people write on our videos we do appreciate it but even ones like these even if you just type in a letter really it's just, it's 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 welcome is what i'm going to say and we're at we're at that level just so just for people out there who don't know if this is true true we read every single comment but we don't just read it once because i read them all i'm sure chris reads them all and jamie does as well so all of your comments get read multiple times although you've kind of you've kind of put us in a bad spot there jonesy because then between the three of us why can't we just respond to some of (laughs) some of i respond every week i get on there as a as me i get on there sometimes as super show Drop a couple of replies. You know what I, I do? don't reply if I don't like what someone said. If someone's like Jonesy's a knob, I'm like, I should ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> what swat? He's got rubbish opinions. I don't know. I don't get him off the show, but I just ignore it. Yeah, you know that's when you do reply. And you say, "Why don't you go fuck yourself?" Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I know because you can't do that because it doesn't. It never works. Don't like never. Do you know what I? I've got this tactic. It used now, to work with ATG though. Sometimes what, people, people to get sassy off? with you. You get sassy back, and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Just having a bad day. I haven't had my caffeine." Is that all right? I, so I do the opposite to that. Is if someone says something like mean to me online, I just kind of go, well, you know, um, 
thank, if there's someone said like, oh, you're an idiot, you have no opinions, I just reply and be like, well, uh, you know, thanks for giving me your feedback. It's, it's, I'll try and work harder to do better. And then they often come back and go, you know, I didn't mean it. I was just, I was just typing something. <laughs> yeah, kill it, kill it with kindness. I think you'll reply. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, and, and you know what? This, this comment makes me feel good because basically what Ellen's is saying is that we're doing great work. And, you know, so much <laughs> so that he wanted to literally. comment on it and say thanks. So, yeah, you know. A lot of dissecting there. Can you tell it's a slow news week? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on. Guys, you know, this show is brought to you by our patrons. It's not brought to you by the Super Show. Because yeah, we could do this or we couldn't do it or whatever it is. But uh, these patrons are the people that, you know, kind of are the wings beneath our wing. <laughs> Winds beneath our wings? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fuck that one up. But yeah, if you head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show, you can support the channel by any means necessary. That's right. That's right. If you have to take hostages, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, we've got a Maybe bunch- don't. <laughs> maybe don't take hostages. <laughs> or maybe do. I don't know. Um, Spray paint super show on the side of your nearest government built. No, don't do that. Don't do that either. Yeah. Don't do um, that. Urinate on the nearest police officer. Just, no, don't do that. Join the Discord and chat. Exactly. Because for as little as $2, Alex Jones, I don't know if you know this, $2 gets you access to our Discord server where we are on constantly. And uh, yeah, you know, talking shit. But then I think $5 gets you some behind the scenes stuff and some extra Patreon exclusive shows, which we were meant to do this week. But of course, Jamie has been eaten, so we're still digesting him. Uh, maybe once we poop him out and reconstitute that poop, I'll take a bit of my poop, a bit of your poop, Jonesy, and we'll just mold Jamie back together. Um, what is it in in Dogma? The, Gol- the Golgotha shit demon. Shit demon, Jamie? yeah. Hell yeah. Jamie the Golgotha. <laughs> oh, fucking gross. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, but there, that's, that's, uh, that's our Patreon. And we've got some names, okay, because these are the people that really are to thank for bringing us out every single week on this, the 64th episode. That's right, Nintendo 64. And we have Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Shellshock, Hacksaw Book Reed, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Javela Cujo, Leah Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Magic Grits, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and Zach Cream. And the three big boys, Manuel Guerrero, Peaswad, and the dude abides. Holy shit, bros. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Oh, man. You know, I love our little community, actually. Me too. Although, yeah. although, well, mm. actually, I was going to say, I could talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you can't say although. This is a good community. Although, <laughs> no, it is a good community. I was going to say, although this week, I haven't actually had a chance to, um, I, I've played some Rocket League, but I haven't had a chance to play some with um, a couple of our Patreons, which is what my intention was last week. But I've been... Uh, pretty busy and I haven't had a chance to get on and I've played some Rocket League but I haven't had a chance to play of anyone so it's kind well, that, of been a bit of a hey, slow week for me on that front. Jonesy that's a, a nice segue into what you've been playing. So you've been playing Rocket League. How's that been going? It's been going good although <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I uh, WhatsApped you guys and um, our friends over at Just Interesting because we have a little group there where we chat about stuff. Yeah. Um, because uh I have so it t- anyone who doesn't play Rocket League when you play competitive it kind of does this thing where you play 10 matches and then it ranks you and it gives you it says what like um where you should be in the standings. I haven't played Rocket League for a, a long long time and I jumped on and I I did this thing and it put me in like 
gold one tier four or something like that. Um, and I think it was slightly, I think it was too high for like my skill level because <laughs> I kept playing matches after I'd been designated where yeah. they weren't like ridiculously hard or anything, but I, I, it felt slightly wonky. Like I could not do the aerial stuff anywhere near as well as some of these people were doing. Um, and I think I lost, I'm losing maybe two thirds of the game that I got, that I play on that. And it's a little bit like, okay, can I just go down a couple of ranks? Like, can I go into silver or something? <laughs> but do you know what annoyed me? One yeah. dickhead. <laughs> this has happened. I say wow. one. This Calling is, him this out on, on, on internet, uh, <laughs> internet podcasting, this, yeah? This is what I messaged you guys about in the WhatsApp was because every time I've played in the competitive, it kind of, and you start to lose, it kind of goes the same way. Um, or it does every now and then, which is um, you start to, you're playing, everything's going fine. You lose a couple of goals. One of your team quits because they're like i'm out because we're losing yeah which then if in competitive you don't get a replacement so it just stays with two yeah three yeah if you're playing three against three which is horrendous because then you've got no chance um <laughs> then as you're yeah, playing they could just commit one person to be a goalie and that's that's it you know, uh, and you're never, done yeah you're never going to score you, exactly and you're you're always out and then if they don't even do that you're always outnumbered on the what do you call it when they push back and they or they, uh, they manage to break when you lose the ball you're massively outnumbered and you've got no chance yeah. um yeah so every time this has happened to me one person leaves and then the guy who i'm playing with on my team is now 2v3 will go oh um teammate come on are you shit <laughs> and i'm like dude there's two of us there's three of them like we're we're not gonna win this. You, I hope you realize that. <laughs> and then every time, every time, the last few times it's happened, that person when it gets to the end of the game has like scored no points, <laughs> or they're like they're trash. And I'm like, don't call me out for being rubbish. Yeah. Even though, like I said, I'm a little bit that's rubbish. That's what it is, right? It's, it, the league I'm in. it's overcompensation. And then and then the Maybe. other the other team will fucking absolutely destroy you. And then they'll just they'll just be like, GG, easy. It's like fuck off. <laughs> yeah, no no yes. fucking shit. Like. <laughs> And you're like, you scumbag. Someone called, <laughs> someone said to me the other day, he, was, was he, he just said, like I said, two of us playing, yeah. two of us against three now, and he just went, uh, teammate, are you bronze? <laughs> I was like, fuck <laughs> off. And then you got to the end of the game, and I think I'd scored, I'd scored like one goal, like done one save, got yeah. one assist, and had like a, you know, a few points. And he'd done no, no mm. saves. He'd scored nothing, and he'd had like one shot. And I was like, <laughs> fuck off. Man. Oh, no, you see what was happening was he was asking you if you were bronze because he was lower than bronze and he wanted some tips. No, yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But um, yeah, if, if any of people who don't know, we talked about this before, but gold is not a very high rank either. Gold yeah. is like bottom third of the rankings, and then you've got like platinum champion and all these other weird things. But no, so I've been playing a little bit of Rocket League, but um, I wanted to play more, and I wanted to play some with, with some of the guys in the... Um, uh, the Discord, but didn't get a chance to this week, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I did manage to play about half an hour of, I don't know how you say it, I think it's Maquette, um, which is Mar one of the free-to-play... Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. It's one of the free-to-play games uh, this month um, on the PlayStation Store, and I was, I'm was i hoping to stream some of that with my lovely nice. wife. PS Plus, um, yeah. PS Plus, yeah. So she's... Uh, uh, we're trying to do a bit of streaming together, actually, and she's getting quite into streaming as well. Well, like, with me. Where, where can it. we watch the stream, Alex Jones? <laughs> Oh, at, at Super Show Jonesy, Twitch TV forward slash Super Show Jonesy. Yeah, um, my wife and I, will be, we've tried to stream some Unraveled um, 2, which we have done, and we're going to play some It Takes Two, which gets released next week. Um, oh, nice, yeah. But she was quite keen to play some Maquette, <clears throat> so sort of plugged it in, played a little bit of that, 
uh, just had a look at that game to see what it was before we stream it. And a really cool concept for a puzzle game because... What, yeah, what is it? Because like, I have no idea. So educate yeah, me, Alex Jones. So, educate me, baby. <laughs> it's a game that uses... Um, I don't know what you... I don't know the, the term for it, but um, you have... There's a, there's a tiny version of the map right in the middle of the the level yeah. and it's like a dome at the beginning of the game anyway it's like a dome a tower and a, a couple of um i don't know what you call them like bell towers with a hole between them and you can see this map laid out but then if you turn around and walk into the level you can see all of this stuff for real around you right um, okay yeah, yeah but it but both are instances of each other so if you do things to the small version it does it in the world that you're in as well so oh, okay 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 yeah yeah, yeah. So I'll give you an example. At the very beginning of the game, you start off and there's a doorway which is blocked by a big red cube. And it's huge. In, in your world, it's like uh, f- like 10 feet tall, 10 feet wide, really big. You obviously can't move it. But if you go and look at the map, it's this little cube, which is like the size of a football. And you can pick it up and move it. And if you do that, it moves it in you- the overworld as well. Okay. What's interesting, though, is there's an, there's an overworld above that which is, a, again, a mirror, uh, another version that's even bigger. So you're like this small person <laughs> okay. in that starts out in the second layer, but there are bigger and bigger and bigger versions, like fractally expanding out. Yeah, um, I don't know how many of them are. Like I said, I only This is starting to get very confusing, Jonesy. But it's really cool. So you can do things like, um, uh, let's say that you had a key, um, mm-hmm. which is one of the things you have to do in the early game. You have to use a key to open a door. You can also take that key to the map and you can use it as a bridge because you can drop it in the map and then walk to the bridge in the in the overworld okay. and then there's this giant fucking key there as a bridge. That's clever. But then where does the, so the cool. third cool. layer come in? So you can then leave the first area and then you become a little tiny person. So originally you were... You know, you were a um, normal-sized person and the world was normal-sized. You then escape the normal-sized world and then you're a small person in a big world. Oh, uh, okay. So, like, if there's, a, if there's, like, a really tiny door that you can't get into because you're too big, so you go to the bigger world and now it's a door that's your size. Exactly. That's cool. So you can kind of – you can move through the world and you can y- utilize um, size in some interesting ways. So, yeah, but not even a door, like a crack or, you know, yeah, a gap sure, sure, in, sure, sure. in the skirting board can become a doorway because as you – your size shifts and changes. It's one of these games that I don't know why they keep doing it. And I'm sure people out there, Jamie would probably call me out if he was here, but one of these games where they attach kind of like some sort of weird relationship, like ah, uh, right, metaphor yeah. to it. Yeah. And it's, it's all about like, oh, we were in love once and then our world fell apart. And it's kind of like if anyone's played like Gree or, um, uh, or, oh, what's that one that, the last month that was on PlayStation Store, I can't remember what it was called. Urban, Urban Graffiti? No, what's it called? Urban Graffiti? Urban Oh, uh, uh, Urban Monster? Gr- what Gr- the hell is that game called? Underground Genie or some shit? Oh, yes. Urban Genie. Urban Genie? God. <laughs> Who knows? So, it's I one thought of it those. Urban in it. Maybe it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I dream of Genie. I don't know. I dream, yeah. But in this... In, <laughs> and similar to Unraveled as well, where in Unraveled 2, um, there are these ghosts of these like children running around and these people trying to get them. And there's a sense of um, like fear and, a, and abuse. And blah. it's another one of those games where they've sort of attached some, oh, isn't it heartfelt? And sometimes I just can't be asked with that shit. Okay, like, but you, you, weird... you do know that the game that you're going to be streaming next week is exactly what you just said you don't like. No, I don't know. It takes two is not. It takes two is different because it's not a weird metaphor for relationships. It is literally like this couple who are divorced get <laughs> 
digitized or not digitized, like clothetized and sent into. <laughs> and I like that. That's just like playing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But yeah, but they're, but they're working their way through their marital issues. But the, but they're directly doing it. It's like a very human thing where they're chatting. It's not like some weird metaphor for all smoke represents anger. But what was the, got, again? What, what was the? I'm so bad with names of things. The game that we played um, where you're like a little fella walking around and there's a boat and the sea's really rough and there's um, oh little nightmares. Like, no, not, it wasn't little nightmares. Um, is another I, I can't remember, but I think I played some with Steph back on ATG days. Which one? Are you and sure it wasn't a little nightmare? Yeah, and there are bullies coming around. There are like bullies who are hunting you, and they're these dark figures, and it's all shadowy. And there's I don't remember weird that. shit. I can't remember what it's called, but um, that was another one where it's all metaphorical for. Oh, you've uh, always this is because he he's gone into a dark place in his mind, <laughs> and I get it, I get it. <laughs> that is a cool idea, but when every indie game does it. There's a sense of like maybe just okay, okay, game. yeah, yeah, a bit overused, sure, a little overused, a little overused. Not to call <laughs> out anyone who likes that sort of thing. I can understand why you like it, but what can I say? I'm I'm someone who likes playing Rocket League, so I'm a simple I'm a simple beast. Yeah, you're you're a Neanderthal in terms I'm a Neanderthal. of gaming. Yeah, the only um yeah so, oh the only other thing I wanted to mention for this week was my annoyance level has maintained. About this, this if this is like standard and this is slightly raised, I'm about slightly raised, which I have been okay, but ever hold since. On, hold Chris. on, if people are listening to the, to on a podcast, platform, I'm sure I'm, this doesn't help, does it? No. So if I if standard annoyance level is kind of um, let's say it was a uh, uh, um, oh god a meter off the floor, I'm at about I'm at about a meter twenty centimeters, so I'm not that annoyed. I'm a little bit annoyed, and the reason for this, Chris, is because yet again. Um, we've had some news that the RTX 30 series cards uh, probably mm. won't be available for another, um, I think they're now saying into Q3. Um, for anyone who hasn't been following oh it, goodness. I've been trying, well, I'm one of these people who's been trying to get a new graphics card for a while and they are like gold dust. You cannot get hold of them anywhere. <laughs> and the second they get released, they get eaten up. Um, I nearly, nearly bought a 3060 because they became available. And then I didn't because I didn't want a 3060. I want a 3080. And my 1070 is in need of replacement. Yeah. Um, but uh, because of, I guess, crypto mining and because of the chipset that they use and the you know production systems and things at the moment getting a bit sort of smashed by COVID, I imagine, production hasn't been the best for these yeah. new chips from NVIDIA's. And so every time these cards come out, they get bought straight away and doesn't help. Crypto mining is killing it, and also people keep buying them and trying to flog them for yeah. like three times the price. On, I, I would, I would say though, Jonesy, if you're just looking for an out and out increase in performance, a thirty sixty will definitely trump a ten seventy by by a large um, margin. It will do, but I think if you compare sort of like price point and what a thirty sixty will do and future proofing, um, yeah. for me, I think. I think the 3080 is pro- is about where I want to come in. I'm not going to buy a 3090. I think that's too expensive. Yeah, that's mental, and I don't need yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I've I've tried to. I've sort of. I even I spoke to. Ah, this leads on to something else as well. <laughs> I spoke to Steph about it. Yeah, um, Got good old Technovo uh, himself. Technovo himself, um, and he and I because I said I didn't really want a 3060, but I was tempted, and he sort of said, "No, don't wait for the 3080." Um, he said, "It's you know, there's a, it's a lot more powerful than the 3060, and it kind of makes more sense to wait." Um, but that leads me on to something that I asked people to comment about last week, which was which Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle should each of us be? Yeah. And a lot of people made the really good point that even though it hurts my childhood, um, <laughs> that Tech Technovo himself should be Donatello. 
Yeah, um, I, I kind of agree with it. I saw those comments as well. And when they I, kind of spelled it out, they're like, Steph runs a tech channel. I'm like, huh, yeah, I guess that does make him Donatello. And who do I go to when I need advice or information? Well, you or Steph, but actually, but um, when it comes to like out and out tech stuff, like if I was going to buy a new monitor, I you know yeah. I'm like, Steph. So yeah, <laughs> I think Steph should probably be Donatello. But people then said, Jonesy, come on, you're Michelangelo. If ever there was someone who's just going to happy to be there and eat pizza, I was like, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I have been to many a party that was literally just that, just you sat by the pizza. <laughs> I, I, I'm one of those, I do not eat the last slice of pizza. I will say, if ever there's a the work party, I don't chow down on the last slice. I'm a, I'm I don't either, person. but you know what I, I do? Is I take like cool. three or four slices as soon as I get there. Like, as soon as they open the box, I'll right. take through a form. Like, you know what? You guys can just fucking scrap over the rest because I've, I've, I've got what I came for. <laughs> In and out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know who I can't stand? The person who takes the box. They're like, I like that pizza. And there's like one type of that pizza. And they go, I like that. And they just take it and hide, eating it in the corner. And you're like, yeah, you scumbag. <laughs> you see, I've got, I've got kind of the inverse of that because I, I'm clearly one of the few people that likes Hawaiian pizza. So whenever there's like uh, a, a big party in an office or whatever, where they just get loads of different flavors, there's always stacks upon stacks of Hawaiian pizza. And I'm just like a fucking kid in a candy store. You're, do you know what's weird though? You're so right. And who the fuck is buying the Hawaiian pizza? <laughs> Don't buy it. Like just get, I'd, get I'd, more I'd love pepperoni. It if, I'd love it if no one ever buys Hawaiian pizza, but then the, the pizza companies are like, well, we've got these, like, f- we've got all the ingredients. Let's just make one and just, like, slip it in there. <laughs> They'll never know. Yeah, we've got so many spare. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what Man, that was? That no, was listen, that- there's nothing wrong with Hawaiian pizza. It's so fucking good. It's salty. It's sweet. It's delicious. I don't mind, actually. Like, my wife likes Hawaiian pizza, and oh, I have a great trick is that I get myself a tasty, like, spicy meat feast pizza, and then she gets a Hawaiian. She doesn't eat spicy meat feast pizza. So then I go, can I have some of your Hawaiian? <laughs> Knowing full well that she's not going to want any of mine. And nice. she's like, why like do you, you always get, now you get more pizza. I'm like, yeah, dude. That's that's you playing 4D chess. I like it. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Thinking so, Jonesy, what are you going to do? So, are you just going to wait until Q3 for an RTX 3080? Yeah, I think I am. I'm, I'm, my 1070 is actually doing really well at the moment. I, I upgraded... Um, my RAM, I think I've now got 32 gig of RAM and I upgraded my CPU to a Ryzen 7, I think I got. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm I'm kind of, and that that actually made everything I do, uh, like editing and stuff, a lot better. Um, and it made everything much slicker. Like there would have been no point in buying a, a new graphics card before I'd done that stuff. But now I can see that when I'm trying to render out things and do work and edit things, the graphics card is being a bit of a bottleneck. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, but I can wait in the moment. Like it's not, it's not hindering me in any yeah. way. Um, that I can't just. Wait well, you're lucky, dude. I'm, I'm kind of, without a job, I'm stuck with my. Admittedly, you know, it's a, it's a fucking workhorse, and it served me really well. My Alienware, but it is getting, starting to show its age. Right. You know? Got a, got a 1060 in there. What have I got? 16 gigs of RAM. Core i7. It's like, I just, I, I just need a desktop. I notice it especially when I'm streaming. Right. You know, it's just kind of trying to run everything off of this tiny little laptop. I, I, I've noticed I, that a co- <laughs> well, I, I must admit, I've frequented uh, twitch.tv forward slash hot panic. Ah. I've, I've no- I think I noticed a couple of times you've had a couple of like on chunky games, you've had a few frame rate issues. Is that, do you think that's because of your um, 
your laptop trying to do everything at the same time on those yeah I, I do think so hungry i think games it's a mixture of that and it's a mixture of sometimes i've sometimes the games need to be in um borderless window in order to right. kind of like run a bit smoother for whatever fucking reason but there you go um yeah it's a bit touch and go depending on the title but you know I, i'm i'm getting there the the point is i'm streaming more so yeah thank you for bringing it up which I know I brought it up, but then you just kind of like added to it. But yeah, I um, this week I finished streaming Titanfall 2. Um, still shocked at how fucking well that game still plays. So Such fucking good. good. It's so good, dude. It's honestly, honestly so good. Uh, but I was a bit annoyed. So I streamed that on Monday and I was late in streaming it because my son just wasn't going to sleep. So he's like, come on, go to sleep. I, I want to stream. Uh, eventually he fell asleep, set up the stream play Titanfall 2, managed to finish it. And then I was like, cool. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to play some multiplayer with some of our discords on the stream, our, our patrons. So as I'm kind of like setting it all up, etc., my son wakes up and I'm like, well, okay, guys, that's it. Only been streaming for an hour and a half, but I've got to switch off now. So, <laughs> so that kind of sucked. Um, but to make up for it, I, I think, and I think I'm just going to transition entirely to just streaming during the day instead of the evenings. Um, because I streamed some Apex Legends. Seeing as I like the whole Titanfall 2 kind of movement and I'd be meaning to get back into Apex Legends, was it was cool. I thought, you know what, let me take like do a three-hour stream and just fucking do that, which was really, really cool. Um, you jumped in there, kind of gave me a, a few comments. Steph even managed to join me for a couple of the games, which is really cool. Nice. And yeah, man. Didn't like, read any of the comments. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like, how can I put this? Um, Warzone is enjoyable. Apex Legends is pure fun. Like, I, I much prefer Apex Legends. I, I'm kind okay. of clueless as to why I stopped playing. I think, um, look, when it came out, you know, ATG was kind of, we're really trying to kind of turn things around for the channel, putting a lot of energy into working on that, putting in a lot of hard hours. So wasn't doing much gaming. And when I got back into Apex, Apex Legends now... I realized that I last time I'd played was season one, end of season one. Oh, wow. And they're on season eight now, Jonesy. So <laughs> I I kind of did similar to you in that I stopped playing for a long time. I think I did play more originally, but yeah. I tried to play it with Martin Ruffle the other day and um, I, I struggled. I'm not going to lie. I struggled to They've kind of get back so into They've added so much it. to the game, like a ridiculous amount of stuff. I'm busy playing yeah, that totally game and I'm different. like, what does this do? What does that do? What does that do? And chats are chatting to me and telling me it's, it's X, Y, Z. But then again, I, I also like, I'm still playing the game. I can't necessarily put my full attention to the chat. Um, there's so much shit in there, but it's cool. Like they've, they're mixing up the formula in some really interesting ways. I like it. I really, really yeah. like it. Um, and I'm going to be playing a lot more, hopefully. Uh, nice. But yeah. Um, in fact, I mean, we're recording this on a Thursday. Hopefully, I'll be streaming some tomorrow. I don't know. Depends. Depends on the edit schedule. Um, and Jonesy, the last thing I'm going to say is uh, just another update on Loop Hero. So I've been yes. playing more of that. So remember last week I was saying, like, it's cool, but I felt like I've seen everything that there is to offer in it. Right. And I didn't know where it was going to open up. Well, I can confirm that it has opened up for me. Um and it's kind of like an inkling that it'll open up a lot more. I guess the only okay. kind of like disappointing aspect to it is it is a bit of a grind. In order to unlock shit, you've got to grind out these loops to get resources to unlock stuff 
to improve the game that then unlocks more things that you can do. Fine, that like normal game kind of thing, but I think the the time to achieve is just a little bit too long. Right. So you, when you talk about before, because you were saying obviously that uh, as the little character goes round and round the loops and you can sort of influence the world yeah. and they can get different resources and things, is it one that you could just leave to play on its own and it would just loop? Obviously, you wouldn't be maximizing your resources, but could you leave yeah. it for like overnight to just keep looping? Yeah, you could. You could. Cause, okay. So remember last time I told you like you you play, well, in a way you could. Um, so as you keep on going, it fills up this meter that as soon as it gets filled up, the lich appears on the map and you defeat him. This is at yeah. least in the first the first chapter, right? Um, once you defeat the lich, a dialogue box comes up saying, do you want to return back to your like base or do you want to continue the loop? And if, right. you click, if you click yes, I can continue the loop, then you can go on forever, as it were. Right. So you could just farm some resources and then move on like once you've done that for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's cool. It's cool. Like there's different things that open up, like you upgrade a building that then lets your character gain XP. And as it's gaining XP, it levels up. And when you level up, you get uh abilities specific to that loop run. Right? And it could be like, oh, you get more resources or you do more damage, etc. And then but that doesn't go over to your next loop. It's cool. It's very interesting what they've done. And I was reading an article on was it Rock Paper Shotgun, where they were interviewing uh, the Loop Hero devs on what they're going to do to kind of improve it, and they it sounds like they've got a lot of stuff slated for the rest of the year for this game. So I don't cool. know. I think I think it could be a contender for like not not game of the year, obviously, uh, but maybe like in, an, indie game, of an the year. indie game of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think those two things always need to be separated. Because <laughs> Most definitely, when- because how, how are you going to go like, oh, Hades was the best game of the year? Yeah, but uh, The Last of Us 2 came out in the same year. Like, Exactly. That's yeah. That to me is what always gets me. Is when someone says, oh, Hades is my game of the year, I'm like, it was a good game. I really enjoyed it. But it's they don't, they don't have the ability to perform on the same level because the money and stuff like that, I think yeah. indies, and a really good indie in some sense is probably harder to make than, you know, one of these big epic triple a titles because it's, it often has to be a brand new exciting thing but at the same time yeah. it's it's you know it's a different beast isn't it it's like uh, it's like an indie film versus um and hollywood blockbuster like they're two quite different things yeah yeah they are two quite different things but yeah that's uh that's it for the catch-up so back to the news i like our little asides it's it's fucking ridiculous oh hold on i just got a notification saying that uh, steph is playing far cry 5 <laughs> oh there you go another game i haven't finished <laughs> a game I haven't even fucking started. And speaking of games that I do not have time for, but am really interested in, PlayStation have revealed their next stage of their play at home initiative. So I don't know if you remember, was it like one or two podcasts ago, we mentioned how PlayStation are giving away Ratchet and Clank for free. Yes. Right? It is still free as recording of this podcast. I think it's available until like um, end of March. So like 1st of April, I think in the UK is the last day you can get it. Uh, but they've just announced the next batch, if you will. And we speculated that they do a game a month, right? Like it was like, oh, that's pretty generous. That's pretty cool. No, they they did say hold my beer and did a bit of a mic drop at the same time because they're giving away 10 free games uh, from March 25th onwards. 10 games, Jonesy. Do you think this is part of like the whole, almost a, 
a reactionary thing to Game Pass, or is this um, because they they I'm sure they look at that and think mm, we need to do more because they they've done quite a few of these. Like if you get a PlayStation Five, yeah. you get a whole load of um, uh, games to play, and now you with PlayStation Play at home, you get these ten games to play. But it seems like there's just so much to play out there at the moment. Like they can, the games companies are just throwing shit out, yeah, which is it's, wicked. It's mad. I, I'm I'm loving it and I'm hating it at the same time because it's almost like I'm going to play an hour of each of these games and then just <laughs> never go back to them. But hey, you know, more choice, better. I, I was saying before the podcast, I was saying to Jonesy that it's it's never been a better time to be a gamer. Like I remember growing up where if you think about it, like, you never had stuff like this. You always had to buy your own games and you had to like budget for it. And you had to be like, okay, well, I'm only going to buy one game for the next three weeks because that's all I can afford and this, that, the other. But this is like, there are so many free games. It's All, all you have to do now is buy a console and you're kind of sorted for a very long time. Yeah, if you, were gonna, if you were going to get like um, PlayStation Plus on the PlayStation or you're going to get Game Pass on Xbox, yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have to buy anything and you could be, you'd be done for the year, basically. You know? <laughs> You'd have plenty, plenty to get on with. It's funny you talk about when we were kids because for us, um, must, the thing that I always remember was um, like PC mag and things like that. I used to do like a demo disc. Oh, the demo discs, and it, yeah. It used to be it used to rinse those demos because you couldn't afford another game. It was um, it's the only thing you could sort of do. Yeah, man. Uh, but these are not demos; these are full games. And uh, speaking yeah. of PlayStation Plus, you you don't need PlayStation Plus for these PlayStation at home games. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some names for you. Okay, tell me if you've. Uh, Heard of them or interested in them or what have you? Abzu. Um, I think heard about it. We've talked about it on the on the podcast, I think, before. Um, Hell yeah. I have never played it, though. Um, but it's a very pretty looking game. It's something that now that it's free, you know, I might <laughs> check out. Yeah. Uh, Enter the Gungeon. I love, yeah. I fucking love Enter the Gungeon. Enter the Gungeon for me is, if, if anyone is out there and is like, I haven't really heard of any of these games, Enter the Gungeon is a solid one to pick up. It's a lot of fun. Um, Hell yeah. You'll have a, a good time with it. Uh, all right, let, let, let's just go through the names then. Res Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness, which is another puzzle-based thing, which Very is a cool Jonathan game. Blow joint. So that's pretty cool. Then there's some VR games. Astrobot Rescue Mission, Moss Thumper. And Moss, I think, is also not VR. I think it's both. I don't right. know what version they've given you, but yeah, maybe it's both. Uh, Paper Beast, which I think is a VR game as well. But then the biggest news out of all of this, because those are all like cool games, right? But uh, I don't know if you can tell they're they're mostly indie, right? Yeah, they're small. They're smaller games in indie games for sure. Yeah. yeah, but then they are also giving away Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition from April twentieth. That's mad. Yeah. But that's yeah. You see, it, it's kind of mad, but it's also kind of genius as well. Getting people ready for the sequel. Yeah, I think that's like, and the kind of what they did with Ratchet and Clank as well, getting you sort of amped up to play the um, play the sequel for that, and it's a good idea. Um, just confirming that, play, oh well, according to the PlayStation blog, Moss is the PlayStation VR version. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, the, I think uh, adding in just one AAA into that list suddenly makes it because they're they're cool indies, like they are good fun oh, yeah, games yeah, totally. that you should play. Uh, but yeah, chucking Horizon in there, I think, is a great idea, especially to wet people's whistles ahead of the... I'll um, tell you what, Jonesy, I might actually play Horizon Zero Dawn. It's it's a bloody great game. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. It's a, a bloody a, great game. It's a bloody great game. I, I'm really looking forward to the sequel. I think the um, the the next-gen graphics and stuff is going to, I think, will blow my mind when I get into that. <laughs> Some uh, dinos and... Or, or this time around, more um, just big beasties. I think they've got a whole new 
sort of set of animals in there as well, not just dinosaurs, like mammoths and crazy shit. Yeah, um, and they looked awesome in the first one. So in the sequel, I think they're going to look incredible. But you have yeah. to wait. I'm going to have to wait. But hey, if you don't have a PlayStation, Jonesy, never fear. Because <laughs> even better is what Microsoft is doing with Game Pass. It's it's it, it, It's continues to be the best deal in gaming. It's absolutely fucking insane. I have no idea how they are doing this. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, Bill, Bill when, Gates is single-handedly funding it. Yeah. So when we recorded the podcast last week, it was a day before. So recording was the day before the kind of Bethesda roundtable that they had. So this is a little bit of old news. I'll, I'll run through it very quickly. But twenty Bethesda titles are available on Games Pass. Talking Dishonored one and two, Doom one, two, three, sixty-four, and Doom Eternal, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Four, Fallout seventy-six, Prey, Rage Two, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online. The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, New Order, New Colossus, Old Blood, Young Blood. And they've also confirmed that on select Bethesda titles, you can actually get FPS boost up to 60 FPS, which is pretty sweet. Um, and I just want to touch on, on something that happened last week where I was pretty adamant that they wouldn't have console exclusives. Well, fuck me. Guess what? At the roundtable, they're like, yeah, all future games that aren't online, kind of like, like Elder Scrolls Online kind of thing, like MMOs or whatever. They're gonna be, they're gonna be console exclusive. It makes so. sense. Like they've said, the ones that they've already announced to be <clears throat> coming to other platforms, they're gonna honor, aren't they? But beyond that, yeah, because they be have to in a way. Which makes sense. Like, like you know, it does. Why make would you sense. not? Still, why would you not? I, I think there is a case to not. But there you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah. Well, I mean, uh, well, timed anyway. Timed at the very least. Timed. One hundred percent timed. It would make no sense not to do it timed, but. Eh, it's okay. You know what? Egg on my face. I can I can say I was wrong on that one. That's why it is hot takes and trash opinions and not uh, cold takes and accurate opinions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in addition to that, Outriders, the game that you and Jonesy have been kind of like back and forthing on with the demo that had come out, uh, on its day one release, it is going to be available on the console version of Game Pass. Which is I, I was relieved when you told me this. People out <laughs> there. So I pre-ordered this on PlayStation and then Chris told me that it was going to be a day one release on Game Pass, which I do have, but on PC. And I was like, yeah. no, but then yeah, <laughs> console. And I don't own an Xbox. So I was relieved. Yeah. But I like that's that's a pretty fucking big get as well. Then then they announced the new batch of games because they kind of rotate games on Games Pass, right? So if you've got a if there's if there's a game there that you download and then they get rid of it, you still have it, but you just can't get it after the fact. So it's almost like how PlayStation Plus do their free games. You can download it; it's yours forever, but or as long as you use the service. Um, but they announced the new ones that are coming up, and we're talking Empire of Sin, which is the John Romero kind of like top-down gangster sim, like XCOM gangsters, um, Near Automata, Star Wars Squad- Squadrons, which is quite a big get, I think. Torchlight 3, Genesis Noir, Octopath Traveler Boy, hell yeah, Pillars of Eternity 2, Superland, never heard of it, Yakuza 6, so they've pretty much got all the Yakuza's except for the latest one, and Narita Boy, which is a really cool indie that I've been keeping my eyes on because it looks fucking great art style. But it's, it fucking hasn't stopped yet, Alex Jones, because EA Play is coming to PC Games Pass at no extra charge. This is mental. All you have to do is download the new EA desktop app, which is not Origin, and then link your Game Pass to it, and then fucking done and dusted. 
Wow. So if you want to play okay. Dragon Age Inquisition for free, there you go. If you want Sims 4, there you go. It's mad. It's absolute fucking madness. How, how like, are their pockets never ending? It is, it is mad. Like, I think you said already that Game Pass is the best deal in gaming, and it is, like, it's insane. There's too many, there are too many. Like, we were just saying about the, the games at PlayStation are dropping, and, you know, 10, or sorry, nine indies and one sort of AAA. Game Pass just drops these, like, massive games that... <laughs> everyone should probably want to play and they just keep, seem to do it all the time and just refresh yeah. it all the time and have new deals um i for one love game pass it's, it's opened up a whole world of like games to me that i never would have played um yes yeah. it's, it's a very we don't get paid for this we have to say this all the time <laughs> i wish it's we a very did good I deal wish we did. <laughs> i wish we did as well it's a fantastic deal um i play on all of my my pc because i don't have a i don't have an xbox but yeah it's it's a bloody phenomenal phenomenal yeah. thing to have to get access to Right, so so remember when I was saying about like the barrier of entry to gaming, it has never been easier. If you think about the the cheapest way to do this is you buy, let's say, an Xbox Series S, which is the cheapest new next gen console that you can buy, or you just get like a second hand whatever, and then you just get one of these services. You either get PS Plus or you get um, a Game Pass, and it's just like fucking hell. Even if you got a PC and you go on on Epic Game Store, they've got like what two free games each week or some shit yeah it's it's every this is the thing now because everyone seems to be doing it if you just make if you go around and you make sure you get all the apps you get all the like the freebie things you you must have too many things to play i don't understand these days how like you said how they can do it because it just seems like they give away so much free stuff and if you can hold off as well if you can be one of those people um who doesn't who's not like me an idiot who has to have like (laughs) day one pre like pre-purchase things if you just hold off a little bit often they get released onto one of these services we'll sort of when it dips a bit and you can play nearly anything um well often a year out of date or something like that which isn't ridiculous or if you're on game pass you can play the like day one releases of certain things yeah day one madness. releases um playstation as well some of the stuff they've got like what was it fall guys was day one yeah yeah um you know and and even even looking at their not their day one thing. Just what on- Destruction All Stars was obviously a day one uh, was yeah. free when that launched as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but then even Star Wars Squadrons, like that's okay. It's not it's not the biggest game out there, but it's not an old game at all. It's like a handful of months. of months. Yeah, that was a strange one. That was one that I saw a lot of advertising for it, and it seemed like it was going to be a big thing. And then no one that I know played it. I think maybe Steph played it. I'm not sure. Steph played it. Yeah. Um, I would have uh, liked to have played it, but I I didn't want to. I mean, I got to be careful. With my mind <laughs> I didn't want to right? buy it. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> but now be, you can play it. Now I can play um, it, and and I will play it. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, come on, it's it's a Star Wars um, flight sim game essentially. Like it, it's a bit niche. It is a it is a bit niche, but I, I think they sort of try and dine out on the uh, the Star Wars um, universe often, and I think they thought they were going to probably do a bit better than they did with that. A little, let me let me take a little tiny cynical part of me when yeah. it comes to things like uh, Game Pass and these other offerings, like free games on Epic and things like that. It does make me wonder if one of the reasons they do it is because they they reach a certain point of descent, <laughs> where the <laughs> how many units are being sold of the game or how many people are playing the game, and in order to make the game look better on paper or you know to tell their investors or to reach a number. Um, so this would be the equivalent of on YouTube. Um, anyone out there who makes YouTube videos will know 
if you say to someone, we guarantee to get you this many views, you can buy views, in which case you can make sure you're saying, hey, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber that guarantees to get you 10,000 views on your advert. You could buy views if you need to. A little part yeah. of me wonders if what this is, is companies going, oh, that game's not really doing anything now, but we want to bump the numbers of people that have played it, of the download of the install base, put it out for free on one of these, um, one of these things, or you know, get a bit of money for it from Microsoft or Epic or whoever it is and give it a bump to the numbers. So then the next time they make a game, they can go to investors and go, two million people played Manhunter. <laughs> and then there's like, oh, that's amazing. What, yeah, but what they, was but they that? only played five minutes. <laughs> yeah, no one mentions that it was because it was free on Epic and like it was free on Game Pass or whatever. They're just like, ah, don't worry about it. Oh, Millions of people played it. But I, I, I love it. But at the same time, I hate it as well, Jonesy, because it's like, I, I can't explain to you how many games that I've just downloaded on... Um, on ep- my Epic launcher, or not downloaded, just like got. But yeah, you in- just click a button basically yeah, to say, and you don't put it in my it. library. Yeah, so it's in my library, but I haven't installed. I can't tell you how many games I've got like that. Like fucking, I don't know, twenty-five games on Epic, and however many on on Games Pass. Games Pass is ridiculous because they had all the Final Fantasy games, and I was like, cool, I'll take Final Fantasy Seven HD, and I'll take um, Final Fantasy Fifteen. And uh, oh, what's that? Final Fantasy Twelve Zodiac Age? Yeah, I'll take that. Haven't <laughs> launched any of them because those, un- like, to play and finish a, a, a Final Fantasy game, you're looking at like forty hours each, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's and, it, the numbers don't work. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. And then, like, with with Games Pass, like Wolfenstein New Order, New Colossus, I want to play all of those. I, I want to play some more Morrowind. I want to get back into Morrowind because that's my favorite Elder Scrolls. It, it's it's just it's too much jonesy I'm, I'm i'm kind of like i've almost got game paralysis and so what do i end up doing when i look at this library and think like i'm overwhelmed i've got so many games to play what am i going to play i'll just play apex or dota yeah but it's, it's funny how that works because <laughs> i do the same thing and it's it's almost um i think you're right it's, it's kind of like a, a paralysis because there's so many things to do and play and but there's also a strange thing in that a lot of these games uh take commitment um yeah and there's a weird thing when you have a free to play game, which is or like a Fall Guys or a Rocket League or an Apex, you can dip in and dip out. Whereas a lot of these games are story led and it feels and they're quite big asks as well for downloads. Like you were talking about Final Fantasy um, on PlayStation this month. Obviously, Final Fantasy VII Remake is um, one of the the PlayStation Plus games that you can, like you said, you don't have to download, but you can add it to your library. What's the first thing I did when I went onto my PlayStation after? Um, when when they all came live was I added them all to my library yeah. 90 gig for the Final Fantasy 7 remake so it's in my library I can't download that thing it's just yeah, got to sit got, there because you've got Warzone you idiot because I've got Warzone and because I've got like a few other things on there that are just get, epic and- get rid of Warzone get onto <laughs> Apex okay so if you if you need to have your Battle Royale fix okay I'm there for you we'll fucking do it <laughs> I'm not joking dude like I'm, so, I- I'm tempted to get because you can play Apex on PC can't you so I'm thinking I can. Um, you, yeah, do that. Apex is cross-platform. You can even play it on your Switch if you want, Jonesy. So uh, I could do that with Warzone as well, but I like playing Warzone on my PlayStation Five. So I will probably get Apex on my PC, so I can play Apex with you, whilst not cannibalizing my limited hard drive space <laughs> on my PlayStation Five because that that space doesn't last very nah, long. Dude, you've got it all wrong. You've got it all wrong. You've got to do it the other way around, right? You've got to have apex on your playstation because it takes up a lot less space and you've got to have warzone on your pc 
because both of them are cross-platform. So it doesn't matter where you're playing them. And then when you're playing on PC, you just connect your controller. Oh, well, it was. If I was going to play on PC, I'd rather use a keyboard and mouse anyway. But I have a weird, this is what I find is a weird <laughs> thing. The only reason Warzone is on my PlayStation is because I wanted to take advantage of the uh, next-gen console upgrades. Yeah, I was sure. like, oh, let me see, let me see what it's like because whilst on my PC I have limited SSD space. Um, I've obviously got more. I've got more SSD space on my uh, my PlayStation Five than I have on my PC. But my PC, I use it for work stuff as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's I have to, it's a struggle these days, Chris. I have to try and weigh all these different things and say like, how do I want to play it? Where do I want to <laughs> keep it? Oh, I don't. Oh. Know. Oh no, the struggles of a of a gamer with all these platforms. <laughs> what 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 do you call it's like um uh, first world problems, oh, dude. I don't know what the it's it's called like a first world problems, isn't it? It's like literally just said what's yeah, your, that's what I said. Oh, is that what you said? Sorry, yeah. you broke up a little bit with my headphones. Yeah, first world problems is um I don't know what system to play <laughs> this game on. It's like in, yeah. in Money Train where Woody Harrelson is crying about something and he wipes away his tears with all the money that they've just stolen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. Sure. But yeah, man, I just, it's too many games, not enough time. What is happening? It, it's almost I'm, like I, I, I've gotten to the point where when my birthday rolls around in July and everyone's going to, well, I say everyone, like my wife and you know my family, they're going to be like, hey, what do you want for your birthday? I'm just going to say, just, just leave me alone for a month. <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. just literally. What do you just, want? Yeah. Just to be on my own. Yeah, literally just fuck off for just, just a little bit. <laughs> I, I, it's going to take me a while to get through these games. I just need, I need some time. Send food every, you know, six hours. <laughs> yeah. And that is what I require. Every now and then make sure that I, I haven't uh, jerked off to death. You know? <laughs> one, one thing that does get me about these sorts of things that gets a little weird is where do you enter into a um into a series or an ip because one of the things like looking at the list of games that are uh, coming from uh, bethesda for example yeah i wouldn't if i was like right i'm gonna jump in and play a game i would struggle with some of them like doom where are you gonna jump in with doom um fallout i mean it's obvious don't play 76 play fallout 4 um but then some of the others, like, yeah, do you want to play Morrowind? Do you want to play Oblivion? Are you going to hit go straight into Skyrim? Like, yeah. some of these I do find a bit. Um, I, I think I think it's easier tricky. than than you think. I think Morrowind and Oblivion are purely there for nostalgia. Um, I I like Elder Scrolls is not really a series where it's like, oh, I need to know the chronological order of things because it's not it's not really like that, right? Not need to, but it's hard to go back, right? I had this it's is the so I hard had. to go back, yeah. I had the problem with Mafia, um, which we talked about. Where by I played Mafia One, the remake, which was which was an incredible remake, um, yeah. and then tried to play the remaster of Two, and it was it felt trash, and so I just stopped playing <laughs> it because I couldn't do it. But like, that's actually like that's like the reverse going back because it's a strange way, right? Because I'm playing One, which <laughs> I should play first, but it looks so much and plays so much better than Two, <laughs> and plays better and looks better than Three. So you're like. <laughs> Really, what I have to do is now wait for them to remake two and three. Yeah. Which is probably going to be 10, 15 years down the line, which gets very strange. Do you know what? There's a game on here that I would say to people you should have a little play because it's a lot of fun. Rage 2. Rage that 2. Game you fucking is, love Rage 2. If you want like a, an open world ludicrous shooter that is fun and has stupid powers and you can make people explode and you can jib things all over the shop... You do, you know, you could do worse than Rage Two. Um, the the open world is not very good. Is I think we got one of our best comments from Steph ever when uh, we were talking about Rage Two, and he said um, 
if he was walking home, how many times would he have something happen to him? Because we were talking about how open worlds can be kind of dead. And it was a very strange comment because he was likening his his real world experiences of walking to the the open world in Rage 2. A bit strange. But um yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um I had a lot of fun playing that game. But like And I finished it, which I often don't do with games. So yeah. That is mental. But <laughs> looking at the Bethesda stuff, like uh, dude, there's so much that I could recommend. Both the Dishonored, the Prey, fucking Fallout, New Vegas, Fallout 4, you know, the Wolfensteins. It's crazy. It's it's a good time to be a gamer. But it is very with, good. With Games Pass, there's always this kind of like I don't know how, how to put it. Um there's always a bit of a letdown on on some of the games because because they're free, because you're not paying for it, because you've got so much choice, you'll jump into a game and you'll probably think you're not going to stick with it. Like in the in the past, you'd spend your money, you'd think about what game you're going to buy because you're really kind of like into it. You, you know, maybe you'll read some reviews, whatever, to make an informed decision. But now that's all being taken away from you and it's just being served to you, right? Yes, there is, there is something to be said for the... Um... The, the you because you don't pay for a game you don't have that commitment and then you start yeah. to play something and you don't have the staying power just to see through your like if you if you spent a hundred quid on a game for example or you know however much on yeah. on some of the more expensive games you're committed to that game if you spent a fiver you're less committed yeah. but you still have some commitment if it's completely free i think and you've downloaded it you have the tiniest amount of commitment you can have because you can just delete it and play something else yeah. The worst, I think, um, iteration of that is cloud gaming is probably the worst because you don't even need to download it. There's no commitment. It's not installed in your system. <laughs> you're right. There is a problem yeah. when it comes to um, just being able to, you know, look at these games and go, oh, I've got so much choice. Because yeah. you can always, you then get to the problem of what am I not playing because I'm playing this, which yeah. is a weird Although, thing. having said that, my most committed I've ever been to a game is Dota 2, a free game. Yeah, which then, admittedly, you I've- say free... But you've, you ha- that, you've put money into that over the years. I have put quite years. a lot of money into it over the years, yeah. But yeah. Um, but it, you're right, it is, a free, it is a free game. that I suppose maybe like me, I've played Dota a few times. I just drop off super quick because I'm yeah. terrible at it. But then the flip side, I guess, of all these games is you could find your new favourite, like Octopath Traveller, as an example. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually, I think it's a good thing, actually, that Outriders is going to be on there for console because it means, because I've pre-ordered that, but I think it's, it's a cross-platform game, which means there's going to be more people for me to play with on there. And it's one thing oh, I don't yeah. like is good games that don't find their audience and then die. Um, and sometimes you really hope that other people will be like you yeah. and just find the love for a game. You, and, you know which one was was that for me? And I'm probably going to get eviscerated for this. Can you guess? Was it? It wasn't Fallout seventy six. No, I mean, I, I, I did like Fallout seventy six, but okay. no, it's not, it's not oh, the one I'm thinking of. I, I don't know. The only other thing I can think of maybe be Anthem. No, a- Anthem was like I wish it was better, <laughs> but it wasn't good. Um, no, Battleborn. I actually really enjoyed oh, Battleborn. I Battleborn. liked Battleborn a okay. lot. I really, really did, and I, I did prefer it to Overwatch, and I. I understand that I am probably the only person with that opinion, and that is why Overwatch is still a thing and Battleborn is no longer in existence. It's such a strange... <laughs> do you know what it reminds you of? This is going to be weird for people who are not British, uh, but 
Overwatch, uh, Overwatch and Battleborn, like th- when they released, and it was like who's going to win. There was a sense of you know who's going to be the who's going to yeah. come out on top. Now it feels ridiculous to make that comparison. Like, oh, like it's Overwatch. Come on. But we had a similar thing in the UK, probably like twenty five years ago, or maybe no, I guess twenty years ago, between yeah. Britney Spears and um, oh, Billy Piper. <laughs> really? They both, they both came out at the same time. Are you like kidding me? About the same was, age. was that like a genuine thing that people were like, "Who's going to be f- bigger?" Yeah, like a few people were like, "Who's going? Who's bigger? Who's the?" They're both these um, new girls on the block with these sort of like fun poppy songs. Who's going to be bigger? And yeah, now you look back, you're like, "What? What? It's not going to be um, Billy Piper, is it?" But <laughs> there was a period where you know, although like, Billy Piper is still kind Billy? of working, so <laughs> she's what well, she's now a really successful actress, I guess. Yeah. So that's yeah. I thought you were going to say it's going to be like um, Armageddon and Deep Impact. Oh, you know? I've seen both of those films. <laughs> yeah, me too. But uh, what was the what's the volcano one? It was um, Dante's Inferno. And what was the other one that came out at the same time? Something Peak. Was it something Peak? No, it wasn't. What was it? They're so They do this all the time. Yeah. These two films that are almost identical. Or it's like... Uh, Fucking! I can't even think of the name of the other. But animated other films do it all one. the time as well, don't they? It's like, oh, this one's fucking. This one's about a camel, and this one's about a horse, and they do the same thing, right? <laughs> and you kind of get lost in in that thing of like what trailer links to what thing, and you're like, was that the same as that? What? It's so weird. I don't know how that ends up happening. Yeah. But um, there was a game, Chris, that you couldn't have played and didn't have another thing that was mm. anything like it that got released a couple of years ago um, because it got banned from Dude, the world. Tell me more, Alex Jones. It sounds like you are an authority in this. Like maybe you've made a video on such a topic. Uh, I have. I made a video um, <laughs> about the game Devotion from Red Candle Games, uh, which you can check out on our channel. Um, there might be a card above me somewhere. I can't remember which side of the screen they come up on over there. Or maybe. Over there. Um <laughs> Maybe, maybe we'll see. Um, but yes, Devotion was a game. Uh, I think it was like a so it's a Taiwanese uh, horror game, first person game where you get to experience life as it was in. I think it was the nineteen eighties and sort of through a number of years in Taiwan. But it was banned, as people know. We've talked about before. If, if you listen to the podcast <laughs> before, because they, I'm going to accidentally. I'm doing air quotes for listeners. Accidentally <laughs> included some um, memes about Xi Jinping, the Chinese leader. Um, being and, Winnie the Pooh or something, right? Yeah, there was something about him being Winnie the Pooh, and there was also uh, some apparently some disses to his mum, which <laughs> you look into it, and it's not. But for the full story, check out the video on our channel. Like I said, there'll be a link somewhere you can check it out. But finally, Devotion has gone on sale properly on their own uh, e store. If you go to redcandlegames.com, you can click on uh, they've only got two games at the moment because they've only made two games. Um, <laughs> So yeah, Devotion is now available and in the UK. I'm going to check it's live. So uh, how it only gives you it in dollars. So it's $17. So you can hop on there and you can get it for Windows yeah. or for Mac. I've played um, about half of it. I haven't finished it. It's a very good game. Psychological horror. So it, it is a bit yeah, freaky. You, like You streamed some of it, didn't you? I did stream some of it. I I managed, let me see how I'm going to say this. So I managed to acquire a copy of Devotion. <laughs> um, when you couldn't acquire a copy. Yeah, when you exactly it went on sale very briefly on Steam originally when it was released in 2019, 
Um, but because of the backlash uh, to what was in the game, it got banned from Steam. And then they said it was going to come back in 2020, and it didn't. And then they it actually ended up getting put into the American, I think it's like Harvard or it's like Archive, uh, Technology Archive, where they oh, put yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, And the game was in there as uh, because no one knew if it was ever going to come out. And my thesis in that video, I think, was that it might never, ever get released and you might never get to play it. But it, it was floating around there on the internet, which is how I managed to play it. But I'm going to go and buy it. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm going to um, nice. do the honourable thing and I'm going to go and put my cash into their their get their company and finish the game because it is a is a cool psychological yeah. psychological thriller that I think you owe to yourself to play. So I think that's a it's, it a it's a big win for Red Candle Games. I think wasn't it that their their publisher like uh, crumbled under the pressure of like Chinese censorship or something, and then they pulled it, and then the the devs rent candle games were trying to get the rights back or something. Yes. So yeah, there was a whole, whole mess of a situation. You're right. Their publisher, um, pulled it. Um, everyone who had it on their, I think gog.com were going to sell it on their store. Yeah. Um, but gog had a bit of an issue apparently whereby they were currently trying to get like licenses and stuff to sell their games in, um, uh, in China, and they knew that actually, do you know what? Selling Devotion on their store <laughs> would have been a really bad move if they wanted to sell The Witcher and a whole load of other games um, <laughs> made by CDPR into uh, into China. So they decided to pull it, which was, I think, why we covered it last time was because it had got dropped from yeah, um, dropped on GOG. But now, it, yeah, like I said, it is available to buy, it is available to get. So if you're interested in that sort of game at all, like check it out. I have I've been really enjoying it so far. Um, the only reason I haven't finished playing it or even streaming it is because a whole load of other shit came out yeah it's because um, your name is alex jones yeah um, exactly and i'm like a little <laughs> i'm like a puppy cross with a magpie that gets really excited when new games come out and i'm like oh and i can never decide what to play yeah cool well like i said it's been a fucking slow news week and there's you know maybe one or two other kind of smaller things like um but nothing nothing really that we can talk about so hey guess what it's the end of this podcast, and it's not two hours, Alex Jones. Oh, do you know what? I, and I just remembered something we could talk about. Um, oh, fucking, okay, go on go. then. Sh- I'll keep it brief. Yeah, pad it up. It w- let's, let's get this done in under 10 minutes. I would feel negligent, Chris, if I didn't bring up the fact that Marvel's Avengers has popped back in the news again, <laughs> very briefly, because for anyone who knows, we talked about that game probably far too much. Yes, when, ad uh, nauseum, I believe is the ad- term. Ad nauseum, because well, because they did that whole demo release thing, and on playing it, uh, Jamie and I played a bit of it, and actually thought it was really good, and it was going to be a, a very cool Marvel game. Unfortunately, upon release, it turned out to be effectively about as expansive <laughs> as the demo was, which was <laughs> great. Um, they've dropped a few characters and things, but as of today, uh, Marvel, I believe, oh, I think it's today. Anyway, I'll, I'll double check what I'm talking. Oh, the, the Square um, Enix. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix um, have released the update for Marvel. Um, so it's now runs at 60 frames a second on next gen. It's got a lot of visual patches, et cetera, et cetera, uh, on, across PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. So if you've already got the game, then you get the free update. Um, so they've got a roundtable letter today or whatever they want to call it as a Square Enix event where they'll be talking about yeah. a few other games as well. Um, I'll be watching because Outriders will be in there and that's a game that I'm looking forward to because I'm an idiot. And I pre-ordered Marvel and it was, <laughs> and I shouldn't have. And you pre-ordered Outriders. And I pre-ordered Outriders because I enjoyed wow. the demo. It's, it's, do you know what? It's almost like I don't learn. 
Well, look, I can't say anything because the last game that I pre-ordered was Cyberpunk. So there you go. <laughs> that no, you but you don't you dare. That is a good game that one day will deserve will be in its deserved place. <laughs> one day, one when they fixed it. One day when they fixed it. Um, twenty twenty two is going to be Cyberpunk twenty seventy sevens a year. But you know what I'm te- I'm tempted. Do you know what I'm going to do today? Probably, which is ridiculous. Oh, I'm don't. probably going to reinstall Marvel because I want to see because it's a good looking game and I want to see how it looks on uh, on my PlayStation Five. And um, you know, I don't know if anyone's still playing it, but hopefully a few more people will. <laughs> I think I think that's probably what the stick so shit. yeah. So full disclosure, we are recording this before the Square Enix roundtable, even though it will be releasing after the Square Enix roundtable. So we don't know what they're going to be talking about. But I can imagine that when it comes to the um, Marvel Avengers segment, it's just going to be some dudes kind of sitting at a table crying and begging people to play the game. But but this is my thing about Marvel, right? They they don't need to remake the game, kind of like... So, so it's weird. You mentioned Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk needs to be fundamentally remade in yeah. certain aspects. You know, the back end of that game needs to be fixed. And it's like a mammoth task. For me, the... Avengers is almost the opposite situation whereby they just fucked up all of the front end stuff. Yeah. They've messed up like the range of enemies, the range of characters, the levels, the level design. Um, Cause the, the, the main sort of like combat is good. They've done a horrible job of some of the loot systems and the way that you have to <laughs> navigate around to go to certain people and get um, certain, you know, when you've, when you've completed a task, you have to do this really annoying journey of going, speaking to this person, speaking to that person. But a lot of that is almost like menu stuff, which they could fix, or it's almost yeah. like menu-y. Um, yeah, it's like you don't have to run around the fucking, what's it, the healer pad or whatever it's fucking called, um, to yeah. go to this room to speak to this person. Just have it as a menu. like yeah. Just streamline all of that crap that annoys people. Add in some new enemy types, some new skins, add in some new enemies. Don't make people grind through the same level to get to exactly the same spot in the level to fight a slightly different like enemy that's just annoying and people don't like it yeah um, a different version of taskmaster <laughs> yes i mean like oh it, it, yeah. it's like it's yeah. the avengers they, they and why fixable. don't you get in more fucking super villains like just fucking yes cr- as many it should be this should be the rule for a game such as <laughs> avengers for as many playable characters as you have you should have minimum the same amount of super villains you've you've actually nailed it one thing they've not done, if they and if they did this, and you've given them the idea, Chris, they should <laughs> steal your idea and run with it. Every time they announce, so for example, Hawkeye, right? They have they've got two versions of Hawkeye. They've got Man Hawkeye and Lady Hawkeye. They're yeah. different people, obviously, but I don't know the names of them from the comic books. Kate whatever. Bishop, I think, is the female. Kate Kate Bishop, thank you, yeah. and Man Hawkeye. I don't know what his <laughs> name is either. But imagine if instead of doing that, they dropped a good guy and a bad guy, and one was playable and one was not. That would that would make you want to get back into that game so much more than you can do the same levels and you can fight Taskmaster and Abomination again, but yeah, as yeah. Kate Bishop. Like, yeah, okay. exactly. What's the point? What's the point? If you dropped a new level, a new enemy type, or a new en- uh, new boss, that would be a much better way of doing it. Drop Spider Man, but then also at the same time drop Venom. Like, yeah. so you can have a ruck between the two of them. Like, that would be a much better way. But anyone from Square Enix who's not watching. <laughs> somehow telepathize what Chris has said and put it in your game. All right, can you imagine if we finish, we, you know, press stop on the recording, we edit it, we upload it, and what fucking happens? They announce exactly that at the at the roundtable. 
they Holy need shit. to do it. it. So it is today. I was just double checking the date. It is today that the uh, the next gen update uh, for Marvel's Avengers goes live. Um, I think both of the people that are still playing it will be happy for that. <laughs> And I will add to that to make it three yeah. whole three human people. beings who are playing wow, that game. You could almost get a full squad together. <laughs> yes, not quite. But <laughs> may, may, if I can convince Jamie, who will not probably, um, maybe he can jump in as well and we can get a full squad. But That'd what can so I say? Funny. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, hey, with that, I guess... I stretched it out a bit. What can I you say? You stretch it. Hey, now we're at, I think... Almost well, an hour and a half. If we stretch it out a little bit more, it's an hour and 20 minutes, Alex Jones. So what Ooh. I'm going to do is just speak very slowly and just pad out the time. In the meantime, Jonesy, we need to think <laughs> of a uh, special keyword, a code word, if you will, for those people that have made it to the end of this podcast mm. do you know what this feels like this feels like when i'm reading a story to my son so he could go to sleep and i have to read it in the most Dragon. monotonous like <laughs> drawn out way just so he could start going to sleep and be like and then the snail got onto the whale's tail <laughs> and off they went into the sea you know like fucking hell uh but yeah what, what what code word are we gonna have do you know what i could do you know what i could do We've still me. got some Q&A questions from our um, patrons. No. I could throw a couple of them at you if you want. No, come on, mate. That's for that's only for Patreon-exclusive videos. I just, I'm just i saying I could chuck a couple at you to get it to an hour and a half if you really want it. I don't want an Actually, hour you know and a half. It's I'm nice. Jonesy, you know what? Sometimes, questions, so we'll leave it. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes it's nice to have a, a shorter podcast, you know? I know. That's true. I know many people that listen to our podcast are, are thankful that it's two hours plus because, you know, uh, like Pastor's Guild, I think he's uh, he's driving trucks a lot, so he appreciates it. But, you know, every now and then, I think it's good for us to have an easier time ourselves with the editing and the encoding and the uploading and what have you. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's better when it's a little bit shorter, isn't it? I've yeah. just seen a great question on the list that I do want to ask uh, you and Jamie one day, which is from Molly that just says, what's the biggest mistake you've ever made? Oh my God. Lol. Too many. Too many. Um, but yeah, how about for a code word, we say Jamie's very tasty. Jamie's very tasty. Or t- what about that? Or tasty, ja- tasty Jamie. Whatever tasty you want. Jamie. Jamie's very or, tasty. Uh, tasty Jamie. Yeah. Something to do with eating Jamie. There you go. Tasty Jamie. Phil. Uh. <laughs> And if you're not yet a Patreon, but you want to hear us answer questions like, what's the biggest mistake you've ever made? Then maybe consider joining our Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash super show. Yeah. I think we we really need to kind of, once we regurgitate Jamie and he's in the state that we could do a uh, some Patreon stuff, we, we, we've got to do like fucking three in a row, I think. We, we, we owe it to, to our patrons. But hey. We do. Yeah, we do need to get a few more done. That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So thank you so much for watching if you're watching on YouTube or listening if it's a podcast platform of your choice. This has been a five-star gaming podcast. You have been exceptional as listeners. And Alex Jones, you have been a wonderful guest. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.